What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Diary of an Empath. We are on episode 30. It blows my mind because when I started this podcast, I started it as a way to connect with my clients. And honestly, I had shit to say, but I never knew that it would grow how much it's grown in the last, what, six months that we've been doing this and the people that I've connected to, the reviews, the messages that I get, this is what keeps me going. And I just wanted to share a couple reviews with you guys today because I read the reviews. So if you like the podcast, leave them because I love reading what you guys have to say. This one was from Jay Marie. I love the variety of subjects that she has on her podcast. It really gives a wide coverage over the different things that a person can experience, share, and learn from. Even though I myself am not an empath, it's such great insight and a fun show. Keep up the great work. This next one is from Beauty Genius. This podcast is just amazing. I shared it with two of my friends whom I think would benefit from it. Not only does she talk about narcissistic abuse, but she touches the bases about everything that's going on right now in the world. So anyone can definitely relate to these episodes. I'm completely in love. I cannot wait for more and I am looking forward for season two. Thank you for helping us realize so much and helping us open our eyes with everything that's going on around us and what's going on with ourselves. I also love how you can relate to everything and admit your mistakes, and it makes us feel like you fully understand and hope that we can get through all of this. You're amazing. Keep doing you. I love that. Thank you guys so much. And it's because of each and every one of you listening that comes back each and every week. That's what keeps me going. It's what keeps this podcast going. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So today's episode, I want to talk about 10 ways that you can overcome imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is something that I deal with. And I know a lot of my clients and people that listen have come to me and told me that they deal with these same things. I think that sometimes we think that imposter syndrome is just something that people deal with maybe within their job or career, but imposter syndrome can really correlate in so many areas of our lives, such as relationships and work and day-to-day activities, being a mom. And this is something that I've struggled with within my life with different areas. So I want to talk about 10 ways that you can overcome it, or at least that it can help you try to overcome some of these things and experiences that you may have. So you may be someone who's in a job and maybe you don't feel like you're good enough to do the job that you've been hired to do. Or maybe you're a mom and you feel like you're not a good enough mom and people are going to see the real you. I think that we have all been there and most other people have felt this way too. And the first thing I want you guys to know and girls is that this is not a diagnosis. It's a pattern of thinking. And over time, when you continue to have these patterns of thinking, it can become a habit. One study estimated that 7 in 10 adults experienced this at some point or another. The original imposter syndrome study was in the 1970s, and this revolved around high-achieving women who had trouble attributing their own success to themselves. But when you fast forward to today, men, women, and everybody experiences this phenomenon. So it's really important to know that you're not alone. I've experienced imposter syndrome in different aspects of my life. I'm a very high achiever and when I have a passion and when I have a try for something, I have really high standards for myself. I want to be the best of the best and this is something that I've always struggled with and there are times that I wonder, am I really the person that I'm portraying myself to be? Maybe I'm a fraud, maybe I'm an imposter, you know, and these are things that I still struggle with even though I know that it's not true. Sometimes these feelings still come up and I think personally for me, this stems back from 
my childhood and being told that I'm not good enough and feeling like I'm not good enough or feeling like I always have to prove myself. Even in the military, there's not a lot of women in the military and we have to constantly prove ourselves. So I feel like I've always been exposed to needing to prove myself better than the others. And I think that's where my imposter syndrome comes from. And even in my clients, with my clients, I still struggle with, am I really providing the services that are life-changing? Am I really this spiritual person that I present myself to be? With my podcast, am I really this successful podcaster? Am I going to be able to achieve these huge dreams of having a worldwide podcast and being number one? Is this really realistic or is this just in my head? So these are things that I still struggle with from time to time. So I want you guys listening to know that imposter syndrome is not something that is just individualized where you're the only person going through this. It is normal to feel like this from time to time. But I want to give you guys some skills that will help you to overcome some of these feelings, especially if these feelings come up for you often. So I want to talk about 10 ways that will help you overcome imposter syndrome. So first and foremost, imposter syndrome starts with recognizing your own potential and taking ownership of your achievement. So we have to talk about it. We can't just keep it in with ourselves, you know, whether it's talking about it with a friend, with a family member, whomever, break the silence. If you are feeling like you are having these imposter syndrome type of thoughts, talk to somebody. Shame keeps a lot of people from talking about their feelings and talking about their fraudulent feelings. Knowing that there's a name for these feelings and that you are not alone can be very freeing, almost like taking the ropes off because nobody wants to admit that they're having these feelings of feeling like a fake. It's difficult for me to talk about it. Even talking about this on my podcast is hard because no one wants to admit that they feel like a fraud sometimes. No one wants to admit these things because it's a sign of weakness or they don't want people to look at them differently. So oftentimes it can be difficult to talk to other people, but that can be very therapeutic. You'd be surprised at how many people you might know who have had these same types of feelings when they've had success. And oftentimes if we don't have successful people that are around us, whether it's friends or family or the way that we grew up, when you start to be successful, you might feel like a fake. You might feel like, well, Am I really deserving of this? Did I work hard? Did I get lucky? So talking to others is something that you can do to even just get it off your chest. The second step is separating your feelings from fact. What's realistic versus maybe a thought that you might have about yourself. Look at the facts. What have you achieved? So for me, I look at my podcast. Okay, well, I've been on the charts in X amount of countries. I'm getting all these positive reviews. I get messages from my clients and from people who have said that this has helped them go through a breakup or who's helped them get through a trauma. And I have to look at those things. Those are factual. What's not factual is the thought that goes through my head of maybe you're not doing a good job. Maybe you think you're good enough and in reality, your podcast sucks. So when I I have those thoughts or when I have had those individualized intrusive thoughts, I have to look at the facts and the facts say that my podcast is good. So I try to look at those. So if you have these thoughts that are running through your head, well, maybe I'm not a good enough mom. Well, what are the facts? Has anyone told you those things? Are you providing for your children? Are you maybe just a little bit flustered with everything that's going on? And that might be very normal. If you're having thoughts of I'm an imposter at my job, 
Well, has anyone told you that you're doing a bad job? What's the feedback that you're getting from your supervisor? What's the feedback that you're getting from your peers? Look at the facts and try to separate the facts by what you're telling yourself in your head. The third way to overcome imposter syndrome is to take note of your accomplishments. So what have you done? Make a list if you have to. What are the things that you have accomplished in your life? And look at those. And this is where you're also going to separate the truth and the facts from what you're feeling or what you're thinking. Because if you have done X, Y, and Z in your job, you've gotten an award, maybe you've gotten recognized for certain things, maybe you've gotten positive feedback, look at the actual facts and what you've accomplished. Again, I struggle with these things and I have to try to look at, okay, I've accomplished a podcast that's doing amazing. Yeah, I'm not number one, but I'm on the charts and I'm getting great feedback from my guests. These things are changing lives. I am a mom, I'm a single parent. And yes, I don't always feel like I'm number one mom of the year, but what are the facts? I take great care of my daughter. She gets to travel. I provide a really stable home in a really great neighborhood, and I try to be present as much as I can. Sometimes I feel like an imposter because I'm so busy doing other things that I don't spend enough time or I don't do the things that I would like to do. But when I look back at it and I look at all of the things I've accomplished, I say, you know what? I am a good mom. So try to look at your accomplishments and what you've done in certain areas of your life where maybe sometimes you have those imposter syndrome type of thoughts. And that's where you have to separate the fact from what you're thinking or how you're feeling. Because although your feelings might be valid in some instances, Is that really reality? And that's what you have to ask yourself. Side note, did you guys know that I'm not only a therapist, but I'm also a professional tarot reader? It's not exactly me hovering over a crystal ball telling your future. It's a tool to connect with your guides and your higher self to help you in certain areas of your life. Tarot genuinely changed my life and it can potentially change yours too. Click on the link in this podcast for more info. Okay, back to the podcast. The fourth step is something I struggle with and have struggled with a lot in the past, and that's to stop comparing yourself to other people. Don't compare because everybody's path is different. Your journey is going to be different from the other person's journey. Sometimes I've looked at other podcasts to see how they're doing. How come I haven't been able to do that? I'm doing exactly what they're doing. And I had to stop comparing my podcast to others. I had to stop comparing myself to others. I did this a lot when I was competing in the fitness industry as well, and I was constantly comparing myself to other people. And I've learned to realize that my own journey is my own. There are things that are happening within my life that are supposed to happen for a reason to get me on the path that's my purpose and what I'm designed for within this lifetime. So when you focus on measuring your own achievements instead of holding them up against others, you will learn that you will start to appreciate and value the things that you do have. I've talked a lot about this on previous episodes, but we live in a generation of social media and most people on social media want to post their best lives. We can make people see what we want them to see. If I want to make it seem like I'm living this extravagant, amazing life, 
it's easy to make these posts that make you believe that. So you can't even believe everything that you see on social media because there's a lot of fakeness on social media. So don't compare yourselves because you never know what that person's journey is. You never know the reality behind those posts. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of our comparisons come from social media because we see other people living their best life. We see other people doing good. And it's hard because then when you yourself start doing good or start having success, it can trigger these difficult emotions from maybe even from when we were kids. I'm not good enough or am I really living this best life that look at so-and-so is living? I know that I'm struggling, so maybe I'm really an imposter. But again, you don't know what struggles they have because all you see is what they're posting. All you see is what they're portraying. So do not compare yourself to others. And I talked about this a lot on previous podcasts that social media is your library. Clean up your library. If you're looking at other people's posts and it's making you feel bad, unfollow them. Change the algorithm on your Instagram feed. Expose yourself to people and things that are going to make you feel good, that are going to help you learn, that are going to help you move forward. If it doesn't make you feel good, unfollow, block, do whatever you need to do for you, but do not ever compare yourself to anyone else. The fifth way to overcome imposter syndrome is be okay with failure. Henry Ford once said that failure is the only opportunity to begin again more intelligently. We learn from our mistakes. If you cannot learn from your past mistakes, you are doomed to repeat them. Lessons are always there in every situation and every person that we meet and everything that we encounter, but it's up to you to learn the lesson. Failure is inevitable, and I know that can be really hard for people who are very high achievers. I'm one of them. I don't like to fail. I want to get it right on the first try, but the reality is you're going to fail at some point. There's going to be something that you don't do good at, and when I look back, because hindsight is always twenty twenty, there were so many things that I did wrong, but if I didn't do those things wrong, I would not be who I am today. I've learned so much about myself with who I am as a person, a mother, an entrepreneur, a spiritualist, a podcaster, a therapist. Those are all part of my identity, and it's because of the things that I did wrong. It's because of my failures that I am who I am today, so you have to get used to not always winning. Failure is going to happen. But if you can learn the lessons that need to be learned from those failures, that is where you are going to win. You have to get comfortable with not always having the answer. Because if you think that you always have the answer, that is where you're really going to fall short and not accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. You know, there was a quote that I heard, I can't remember the exact words or who said it. But if you are the person in the room to speak last and listen to everybody first. You will always have the higher regard because you will have a chance to really hear everybody and then react with how you're going to respond based off of what you've heard first. A leader will always listen before they speak. And I think that speaks volumes in terms of knowing that you're not always going to have the answer. Listen to other people, reach out for help when you need it, ask questions and be comfortable with failing. And that is how you are going to win. The sixth way to overcome imposter syndrome is changing the way that you think. 
So again, imposter syndrome is a pattern of thinking. So you got to shift your mindset. If you're constantly thinking, I'm not good enough, wait until they find out. I have no idea what I'm doing. If you're constantly thinking those types of thoughts, your patterns of behavior are going to follow those thoughts. You have to shift your mindset, even if it's using positive affirmations every day. So shifting the mindset of wait till they find out, I have no idea what I'm doing to Everyone that does something new sometimes gets a little nervous in the beginning. Instead of looking around the room and thinking, oh my God, everyone here is amazing. Everyone here is doing such a good job. Switch that mindset to, wow, everyone here is amazing and I'm going to learn so much from them. So you have to change your mindset to gratitude and to positive affirmations and knowing that you're worthy of achievement. Because when you have these negative mindsets, it's easier to stay in that mindset and that lower vibrational frequency. I also talked about this in my episode on the law of attraction. The law of attraction states that like attracts like. So when you're in a lower vibrational mindset, those are the types of things that you are going to attract. So if you're always thinking about, I suck at this, I owe so much money, I'm never going to get out of debt or whatever that mindset is, that is what you're going to attract more of. So you have to switch your mindset to a more higher vibrational mindset of abundance and achievement. And those are the types of things that you're going to attract. I guarantee you, even if you fake it till you make it and you switch your mindset, do this for 30 days. And I promise you that your pattern of thinking will change the people that you attract and the things that you attract are going to change with it. The seventh way to overcome imposter syndrome is to visualize your success. There's a lot of studies on this, that visualization can help you to achieve the things that you want to achieve. Even in the spiritual realm, we talk about the law of attraction and visualization, but a lot of athletes do this too. There's a lot of studies that show that when athletes are doing visualization, their heart rate and their vitals actually show and match what it would be doing if they were actually running the race or doing the triathlon. And they've had more success when they perform visualization than the athletes who don't. So spend time, whether it's in the morning, during meditation, before you go to bed, picture yourself making that successful presentation or having the reward that you envision yourself getting. Picture this, how it would feel. What would you be feeling? Who would you tell? What would it feel like physically? What would you be thinking? And do this before you go to bed every single night. And when you do this, I can guarantee you that it will help attract whatever it is that you are trying to become more successful in within your life. The eighth way to beat imposter syndrome is to reward yourself. When you do something good, go reward yourself. Go get a pizza, go out to eat, celebrate with your friends. When we do something that's rewarding, that triggers the dopamine. The dopamine is the reward system of the brain that tells us, good job, you did it. That's the motivation when you're excited about a new project. So reward yourself. If you get some recognition within your job, if you got through the week of getting the kids to school on time, or if you did something successful with a podcast or being creative, if you just got through the week getting up out of bed and getting outside, 
go reward yourself. And whatever that reward is for you, you deserved it, you earned it. Do more of that for yourself because that is a way to tell the brain, hey, you know what, we need to do more of this because if we do more of this, then we get more rewards. Even if you subconsciously don't realize that that's what's going on, your brain releases dopamine and dopamine is saying, good job, we want more of this. It's kind of the same thing when you're gambling and you get $10,000 or a dollar or $5. That's your brain's way of saying good job. So you know what? Go reward yourself. Do what you need to do because you deserve it. The ninth way of overcoming imposter syndrome is fake it till you make it. Now, I know what some of you all are thinking, Carice, you literally just said to talk about your feelings and go talk about it with someone else. That's not what I'm talking about here. A lot of times when we want to do something that's new or different or risky, we don't do it out of fear, out of fear that we're not going to do good, out of fear that we're not good enough, out of fear that people are going to judge us. And when I say fake it till you make it, sometimes you just have to dive in with confidence just fake it till you make it. You may not necessarily know what you're doing, but maybe it's something you're really passionate about. Maybe it's something that you have a huge drive and motivation to learn, even if it's something new for you. So you may have to dive in and fake it till you make it just until you can learn the ins and outs of the business or learn the ins and outs of a new craft. So I'm not saying that if you feel imposter syndrome, not to talk about it with anyone or to be completely fake like you're not having these feelings. When I say fake it till you make it, I'm talking about not letting fear hold you back from doing something new or from doing the things that you are passionate about. So sometimes it's just taking that risk, faking it till you make it, learn the craft, and then see how you feel. That's how I felt with my podcast. You know, I, I knew nothing about the podcast game. And when I tell you nothing, nothing. I just knew I had shit to say. I knew that... I was good at speaking and I just wanted to tell my stories and talk about certain subjects that were near and dear to me. That's why this podcast is called Diary of an Empath. It's not a podcast just for empaths. The empath is me. The diary is pages from my life, the topics that are important to me. So when I got into this podcast game, I had to learn from square one. I didn't know shit about this. So I had to fake it till I make it. I went on YouTube videos. I learned how to make a website. I learned how to distribute my podcast. I learned how to record a podcast. I learned how to edit a podcast. I am not an editor. I know nothing about editing. I know nothing about recording, but I had to learn from scratch. I do all my own editing. I do all my own recording unless I'm in the studio. Then I do a recording with my engineer. But other than that, I'm doing everything by myself. For, for a long time, I felt like an imposter. Like, am I really this amazing podcaster? And maybe I'm an imposter. I'm, it's, it's a one-man show. It's literally just me. But I had to tell myself, like, okay, let me switch my mindset here. Let me just fake it till I make it. Let me learn the game. And for now, just take the chance. Don't let fear hold me back. Are there times when I feel like quitting? Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, there's times when I feel like quitting. I get tired. This is a lot of work sometimes. But what keeps me going is when I see the feedback, when I look at the facts. Okay, well, how is this impacting other people? Is this impacting other people? And it is. And so I had to fake it till I make it. I had to do it in the beginning. 
But now I'm actually looking at the facts instead of having these thoughts of I'm a fraud to look at how is this podcast impacting the people that are listening? And that's where my mindset shift had to make a change in order to continue to move forward because I knew that I could not continue to have that type of mindset. Do I still deal with it from time to time? Of course I do. Of course I do. But I use these tools and I have these tools in my toolbox to help me. Now, the 10th way to overcome imposter syndrome, and I think this is a really important one, is to talk to a therapist or a spiritual healer, whatever is therapeutic for you. Now, I'm both. I'm a therapist and I also do spiritual work. I do keep them separate. And I've seen therapy that can be extremely helpful for some people. I've also seen my spiritual work change someone's life in one reading. So I think whatever works for you, if you feel like you need to talk to a neutral party, talking to a therapist or a spiritual healer or even a coach can be tremendously helpful to help you navigate some of these feelings that you are having. Because especially if you're having some of these feelings that stem from childhood, you may need to get to the root of the issue. If there's trauma or if there's issues from childhood that are affecting your thoughts as an adult with your achievements and your success, you definitely want to address it from the root. And if there's root problems that go a little deeper, then I would really suggest going to a therapist or going to someone that can help you navigate some of those feelings and get you through some of that. So I hope that these 10 ways can help you just have some extra tools in your toolbox that you can pull out when you're having some of these feelings and thoughts. But the biggest takeaway that I want all of you listening to take from this episode is that you're not alone. You're not the only one who has these feelings. It's not abnormal to have this. And having imposter syndrome doesn't take away from your actual success and your deserving of success in your achievements. So once again, thank you to all of you who continue to come back each and every week, who listen, who support, who share the podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please, please rate and review. It helps the podcast grow and it helps podcasters like me get the podcast on the charts, which helps other people find the podcast and in turn helps more people. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And until the next time, see you on the next episode of Diary of an Empath.